Hello and welcome back to a new episode of Pure Waffle with me, David Casey. And me, Ben Roberts. And today we're joined again by Twitter fanatic, Cornwall Cowling. <laughs> Henry Cowling, how you doing, mate? You right? Not too bad, thanks, mate. Thank you for having me. It's good to be, good to be back on after quite a, quite a long hiatus from this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Missing, missing the waffle, though. Exactly, missing the, the waffle. The kid of the waffle, like. <laughs> You see Henry, give it a follow if you can. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll start with our classic, as always, top four. As a United fan from Cornwall. We'll start with top four players ever seen in United shirt live after being there. So I might narrow it down quite a bit, but yeah. So top four players. Um, so obviously Ronaldo, I think, would would be number one. I think for a lot of people, you know, my age and, and anyone's age in, in general, really, I think Ronaldo would be pretty high up. So obviously Ronaldo is there. Obviously this season, been able to see him live in the United shirt. So he's definitely top. I'd probably go Rudy second. Waza, I'd probably say. Everton legend. In second, Everton legend, of course. Kissed the badge when he scored against Everton, didn't he? We don't talk about that. We do <laughs> he went back, though, though. He went back after he did, that. He did. So. He did score from his from halfway line as well. So. He did. Great action. Scored in his first game, didn't he? Yeah, against Stoke. 1 0. Bang. Bang. Yeah, no, he, he did all right to be fair in that return for He scored like 11 goals and he was like aging and we had three other number 10s around him. Yeah, exactly. So he did all right. And, and, he, pretty, and he was under Allardyce. Yeah, I was going to say, poor Everton side at the time, really, as well, wasn't it? In, at the time, still yeah. is. Right? <laughs> but yeah, so it was. Poor <laughs> I'd probably go Wazza second and then um, Skulls. Skullsy third, I'd probably say. Um, when when did you watch, when was the first time you watched him? Skulls. Yeah. Um first game well, first game I went to was Newcastle in twenty ten. So he played he scored in that game actually. I think he played really well in that game. Uh, scored and got two assists, I think. We all know about Paul Skulls, but you know, we can uh, we can leave that out. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, we won't we won't go into those uh those recent developments with Scalzi. Um and fourth, I don't know, I think that's a tough one really. Obviously there's a lot of like that sort of team that you could pick from, mm. obviously like Vidic and Ferdinand. <laughs> Alex Alex Butner. Yeah. Um, no. But no, if, if I was Federico Makeda. Oh, player. Absolute player. No, but if I was to go with someone a bit out there, I would say David De Gea to be fair. I think, you know, over the years obviously in that sort of 2014, 15, 16, 17, those sort of years, he was very good. Obviously, a shining light when, in general, United were a pretty terrible side. So I'd, I'd probably put him in there as a bit of an interesting one. RVP's got to get an honourable mention. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He was absolutely. a top player. His, that season when you won the league, when he scored that volley against Aston Villa, was unbelievable. Yeah, class. It was a nine-year nine anniversary, actually, recently, of um, him against City. I think it was yesterday, actually. Yeah, yeah, which is now my, my lock screen and has been for a very long time now. But... Uh, yeah, so yeah, RVP definitely. I mean, you could there's loads. Of I players. said he's yeah, Ferdinand Vidic, very good player. Um, you mentioned Giggs then. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, when I saw him live, obviously, yeah. you know, not not prime. But well, that class of '92 was slightly what had been like ten years too early almost because mm. they were properly at the height, like when you won the treble and then like the late noughties. Yeah, so we were probably that. Probably if you spoke to someone six or seven years older than us, they'd say it, but we're probably that little bit Definitely too well. young. I think Scalzi was the only one really who, sort yeah. of, who carried through, really. His gigs were more of a bit part player when he got to like 07 or 08, he was like a squad. I'd so say, I'd, not quite, I'd say a little bit later than that, because in the Champions League final, I don't think he started that game. Though. I suppose at a push, you could have Gary Neville as well. Yeah. Because he was still going like 09, 10, which I do remember. Mm. Yeah, he was washed towards the end though, Neville. Yeah, well, he, 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 he stayed on one season and he... Uh, well, he always he always says something about that, that game. I yeah. think it was at the Hawthorns where he just he, he just wasn't, he wasn't off, off to the yeah, pace, he just yeah. completely off it. So, Patrice, I think at the time you know he was one of the top left backs about really, wasn't he? Obviously, Ashley Cole was always about, but Every he was very good. I mean, honestly, you could name that whole squad and give him a bit of a mention. You know, Carrick, Carrick in certain okay. seasons was brilliant consistently as well. So yeah, they were talking about him on a 
you know, that top 10 that they do with Gary Lineker. Yeah. They were talking on that about how Carrick is one of the most underrated players in the United shirt. I think, I think well, he never got a sniff for England as well. Well, he's playing the same era as Gerard and Lampard. Yeah, but the problem was that England's problem was that we played Gerard, Lampard, Scholes, and Beckham when they are four exceptional footballers. But every team needs a holding midfielder. Yeah. And who are you going to put holding midfielder? Because all three of them would be like, well, I'm a number eight. Yeah. That's Lampard was even more of a 10, wasn't he? He was. And they, they tried to play 4 4 2, didn't they? Or Ericsson did. And you know, I think it ended up with Skulls playing on the, on the left hand yeah. side sometimes in 4 4 2, which you know, it's never really going to work. Re- it? Realistically, we would have, I think we probably could have done much, much better if you'd have dropped two of them. And I know mm. it's hard to say, like, who do you drop? And then play a defensive midfielder, and mm-hmm. then have those two on the bench. Like it's not bad, is it? If with fifteen minutes to go, you go, mm-hmm. who have I got to the bench? Oh, I can, I can bring on David Beckham. I, I can bring on Stephen Gerrard. Like I agree, but in fairness, I think if if he did do that, dropped them, and it didn't work. That's why. Did, with, that's probably why he didn't do it. Exactly, we'd be sat in outside the same. Sort hindsight's of a fine thing. We didn't win anything, and we still haven't won anything. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> but the closest we ever got to winning things is when we've played a holding midfielder. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're more competitive. Yeah, the duo favours you, Anyway, right, um, well, we we got to a European final and a World Cup semi final, so you know. Well, cool. I'm not um, going to be belittled. We'll stay on the topic of United. Briefly chat United because don't want to make it too much. <laughs> we don't want to bore the fans. Do yeah. <laughs> um, I see Ralph Ragnick coming recently. Yeah. Bit of a change. Mm. Um, were you sad to see Ole go? I was. I was really. I think, you know, he had to go at the, at the end. I think we all realised that. I think. Most of us could have told you that quite a long time ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say, you know, over the years, we've had, obviously, Mourinho, Van Hal. It's been an interesting approach. Obviously, they went down a different route with Oli. They tried to go with a former player. I think partly due to, you know, perhaps the Glazers, you know, trying to protect themselves a bit. I think they knew with Oli they were getting a man who was always going to provide a screen for them in a way and that the fans were never going to turn, you know, completely on him. Um, but towards the end, it did start to get toxic, I think. You know, a lot of us could have told you after the sort of Liverpool game that his time was up. I think, you know, around that sort of time, you know, we realised he wasn't the man for the job. And some would say, you know, earlier than that, they realised that. For me, I think the turning point was the Leicester away game when we lost 4-2 this season. Mm. I would have said that was a game where I thought we were really poor, lacklustre. Um, and just, you know, it, I think at that point you sort of saw that the players weren't really playing for him at that point. And for me, that was that was it, really. Uh, but of course, sad to see him go. He was, a, you know... A, you know, a lot of people say a club legend. You know, I think that's the debate in itself. He definitely, but. I mean, he has scored one of the most important goals, like yeah. in the modern United era. But I think my issue with United is it was obviously this like running joke that you know semi-finals, finals were too much for him. Yeah, that like you couldn't do it. You got to a Europa League final. Yeah, it went on penalties. We all, we all know from summer's experience anything can happen in yeah, a shootout. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you compare it to the other clubs in England, and I don't care what people say. The four biggest teams in England right now are the two Manchester clubs, Chelsea and Liverpool. Yeah. That's that's just what it is. But they're just a step above you. Absolutely. And also, you can tell just from their manager, that all three of them, all three of their managers are proven winners, and they've got financial backing, which you have. You lost a final, so clearly that, that extra tiny step to that's... be one of the best four was too much for him. That's I don't thing. understand why you didn't get someone in the summer, because... You were quite poor at the start of the season, but you were slowly getting better. And then you had the odd run, and obviously you had a brilliant tenure at the start. And then they gave him a contract, and he was backed in the summer. I mean, you're always going to do well when you sign. Like it's unfortunate Varane's getting injured, but like Ronaldo, I mean, he's single-handedly got you to the knockout yeah. of the Champions League, pretty much. Yeah, he does that with most teams. But why get why keep him? Because it was clear that that final step was too much. I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. I think he he did an excellent job of 
you know, taking a team, you know, a squad under Mourinho that was very disjointed, you know, obviously a very negative atmosphere. No confidence at all in, in the team and he brought it to yeah, the Yeah, he did, absolutely. And those couple of seasons, I think, you know, obviously the first season, I think he steered us to, to fifth or sixth, but, you know, he, he'd been left in a pretty poor position at Christmas anyway. Obviously, he took us on that great run, you know, when he first came in his interim. Second season, he goes and finishes third with, you know, when we look when we look back at it now, it was a very poor squad. I mean, mm-hmm. Martial was his number nine. Andres Pereira was playing week in, week out. You know, the, the squad on paper, when you look back at it, was, you know, not there really. He managed to get it to third place. And then you think, you know what, you know, that, that buys him another season. Goes and finishes second to, you know, a really good Man City side. I don't think there's much shame mm-hmm. in that really. And obviously this summer was now, okay, he's, he's, he's got back. He's now got Sancho, Varane, Ronaldo. That's three top class signings there. Obviously didn't get the, the defensive midfielder that he wanted and that, you know, we, we so obviously need. Um, but apart from that, he'd, he'd got everything he asked for, really. So this season, we were all expecting, you know, we should be in and around the title, you know, challenging straight from the off this season. But obviously that, that hasn't happened. And as you say, yeah, now was the time to, you know, bring in that new manager, someone who can take us to that next step. Whether Ranić that person or not, we'll have to see. Obviously, he's an interim for now. Um, I can imagine we'll go and get, you know, the likes of Ten Hag next summer. But do you feel, can you see the uh, immediate impact from Ranić? Hard to say, hard, really hard to say, because obviously the two games we've had under him was, was, was young boys where the squad was, I mean, the team was... You know, well, the team was crazy. Was like, the two holding midfielders, Juan Mata and Van der Beek. <laughs> Slight fair enough, mate. No, it was, a mental, it was a mental team. Obviously, a dead rubber game. I think he was just, you know, I think he's just keeping everyone fresh for, for the weekend. But um, And then the other game, Palace, I think we played really well. Obviously, 1-0, a lot of people might look at that and say, you know, it's not exactly a convincing result against mm. a you know, pretty poor Palace side. But we did play well. We pressed well. Obviously, I think the stats are there to... You know, most ball recoveries in the final third, and you know. I wouldn't say Palace are particularly poor. They're beating City and Spurs this season. Yeah, true, fair enough. And they've got a lot of young lads who are, if you were a right back or a left back, you'd hate to come up against them. And a professional win one nil, can't really complain. At the end of the day, football's about winning, and you won one nil and didn't. And I think David de Gea could have like been in the game in Spain, and he still wouldn't have conceded. No, absolutely, I agree. But so, I think some people would see one nil on paper and maybe yeah. think, oh, Ranić hasn't had that. But football shouldn't be seen on paper. It's all about watching it all 90 minutes. Like You don't get the the impression of Ragnik's United team by watching match of the day. I agree. I completely so, agree. I watched the 19. Yeah, I was there. obviously there. And yeah, we, we did play really well. I was, I was extremely happy. So that's why I'm performing. Friends, Rob. Brilliant. Man. Brilliant, lady. Well, it's a perfect example of when we played Arsenal on Monday. Mm. Like RXG, which is a stat I don't agree with. Shut up, I 0.85, I think, or 0.89. Mm. We scored four goals. Yeah, two of them were they got ruled they out for offside. Yeah, rules. but we scored four goals, mm-hmm. and we scored. Oh, you we hit the bar. We then scored the rebound, and then Demario Gray hit the post and went in. So on their reflection, we've scored over double what we shouldn't have scored. Mm. So on paper, Everton shouldn't really have won two one. Yeah, but if you'd have watched the game, oh, you, you battered. we battered them. Yeah, absolutely. But then Enketi and Mister Sitter, I'll give him that. Yeah, and yeah. Batman. But that, that, um, would, I don't think a that would inflate XG as well. Like, yeah. that, that's how it works. Like, is in that XG stat just defines Brighton. That is literally who it is for. Like Brighton, is it. <laughs> like no other club is expected any relevant. Yes. Like, like it's the amount of goals they like is in oh, XG XG. Mopai misses about ten. But they haven't game. scored. Exactly. That's, that's why I don't. I don't it's, it is relevant. It is completely it's relevant. Finishing is part of the sport. At the end of the day, score, it's actually scoring the goals. Not it's all about creating the chances. But like perfect example. Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, their goal tallies partly are so much higher than everybody else's because they take chances that nobody else could take. Mm. 
Like Messi's goal against United in the Champions League, that header, not many people could pull that off. Nope. Ronaldo's, um, what was it, that goal he scored against, um, I think it was, it was I think Juventus as well, against United where he took it on his chest and scored yeah. and like his goals for United, that ridiculous header in the Champions League. Mm. His goal against Wales, like who can jump that high? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like that's the reason XG's stupid because some, some players are just better. Like yeah. Van Persie's volley for Arsenal against us. How the hell has he scored that? Mm. No, and I think that the headers are an interesting one. I don't know how headers are actually filtered into XG because yeah, how high... You a box and be like, this is like, where the ball's going to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. How high they just jump. Yeah, yeah. Like, how high someone jumps, can't, I reckon it's not considered. It can't be considered. They can't. But how, does that, how is that fair to someone no, like yeah, Jedran yeah, Shakiri versus like Nicola Ziggich? Yeah. Like, I know, yeah. Can't they would head that. Yeah. yeah, I bet those Ronaldo goals, those great headers that you mentioned, probably wouldn't on paper XG. I because not many people would get there or it's such a difficult header that they end up either heading it over or straight into the keeper's hands. Mm. But he finds a way to score. Mm. So I just mm. think that, like, clearly under Ragnick, he's just brought professionalism, which is what I think you lacked under Ole. Mm. What is the target this year? Win something, definitely. I mean, we've all... Think it's possible? Absolutely. I mean, League Cup is gone. League Cup's gone. I know it's been a futile competition, but, like, it's still, like... Oh, I wasn't happy when we were dumped out of it. It was frustrating night like that. West Ham played absolutely terribly in that game. But they went on to get City anyway, and we probably would have got City, but we've been dumped out, as we have been by City a few times now. But FA Cup's still definitely attainable. Champions League sounds ridiculous. Who did you get in the FA Cup? Someone hard, wasn't it? Uh, we've got Villa. Villa at home. It's not easy, that. No, not easy. Especially not easy when he's doing, a, he's doing a good job, actually, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's probably a bit of a honeymoon, like, mm. new manager bounce, but... Oh, out of all the, I mean, look at the rest of the top six clubs they've got. They've got there. But, I mean, they're through through, you think. Yeah, we've got a lovely whole City away. Liverpool got through through. Well. Whole yeah. City of Everton on TV. You heard it here first. It's a blockbuster clash. Chelsea Chester was not on TV. Really? Isn't it? It's on it's three o'clock. I don't, I, think it, I don't think it is. Yeah. Saturday. Hold we Everton. are. We've been moved to the Monday night. Might as well no, I, I, I said to him, Man United against Aston Villa would be a televised game. It's a big team and then a team under Gerrard and obviously Gerrard being a Liverpool fan. That's quite West Ham Leeds is pointless. I'm an Everton fan. There is no way on earth we should be on telly against Hull City. It's going to be 1-0. Someone was saying this the other day. They love, the BBC, love, or, you know, Freeview Telly in general, seem to love the story of the non-league teams until it push comes to shove when we get dropped in it. Like, because I, because you know that the non-league teams eventually will just get battered. Yeah. So when they played Marine Spurs last, they put it on telly and it won 8-0 and everyone I turned, enjoyed that game though. Well, I, apparently I, loads of people turned it off at half time yeah. because they were like, Spurs have won. Well, I was saying yeah, earlier, I, mean. I was like, Swindon, Man City, that's a game that should be on TV. You, you, you give these chances to the clubs who aren't normally on TV to be on TV. Yeah, that's a good that's point. Like, that's I think, point. like, True. Team Legats or Chesterfield should have had that chance. Mm. If you put Plymouth on TV, they deserve it. Like, they've been chucked around everywhere in the UK. Like. Yeah. I mean, to fair, they probably put it at, like, 10.30 in the morning, but, like... They went Birmingham, wouldn't they? I reckon. I reckon the Pilgrims will be quite happy with the Saturday three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't yeah, have they to will. wait. They don't have to wake up at three in the morning. Like. The long trip, trip up to Birmingham. Yeah. Do Gaffer as well for our goal. Yeah, to be fair, it was a bit of a. I was, was looking into it. Brian Lowe's probably going to get the Preston job because he's done a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, them. yeah, but it's just Steven interesting Schumacher. to see how they do because they've done very well at the moment. Just if he can, if he can keep it. At I the think they've had one game with, since Schumacher took over. They drew, I think. Preston yeah. are literally about I don't know, a few points above us. Mm. Towards the bottom of the table. Why? We, well, interesting. well, combination. Yeah. He's from Liverpool, yeah. isn't he? So it's not too far, like Lancashire way. Obviously, he clearly wants to be a bit more of a high profile manager in mm. terms of if you're, if you're in the championship, you're probably going to be on a telly a bit more. True. Because he's obviously trying to work his way up as a manager, which I can't blame him, but I just think he could have done a bit more with Plymouth. Definitely. He's been at Plymouth for a long time now. I think that project is just getting to like. The juicy stage, the, yeah, really, the exciting where, bit. Where yeah. he, if he takes them to the championship, I mean, that's the first time they've been in the championship since you know, sort of twenty, I want to say twenty twelve or twenty eleven around that. Yeah, that time I remember we played twenty ten. I think 
Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, you think you think that'd be a project, you know, a challenge you'd want to. Yeah, exactly. Take, and like they've obviously been on a really good FA Cup run. Mm. Birmingham away is hard, but it's still winnable. Mm. That there is a real opportunity for Plymouth, exactly. and they've got a lot of lads who really like a few. I mean, Brendan Galloway played in the Premier League. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, it's just it was just a strange one for me because I've got a bit of a soft spot for Plymouth, so I was quite surprised he left when he did. No, I agree. I agree. I'm very surprised. Very surprised for him. Yeah. I was hoping to see Neil Warnock back at Argyle. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking yeah. about the uh, the fall, the, the fall of great, the fall of uh, Ryan Lowe, <laughs> following on swiftly, obviously the the clear connection, the fall of Barcelona, mm. Ryan Lowe, the Berry legend. Um, <laughs> what's going on at Barca? How, why are they so rubbish? I think it's brilliant. I don't like Barcelona. No, I don't either. I don't think I don't think many of many of no. us like Barcelona really. I think, but like some of the players they've got, like how are you playing for Barcelona? No. I rewind it like seven, eight years ago, and it's they've got like. Xavi, Iniesta, Sergio, Bust, you name it, they've got him. Now it's like Memphis Depay is all right, yeah. or like I mean, Pedri's making like De Jong, Eric Garcia, Eric Garcia, yeah, the world's smallest centre half, like. And then like Luis Suarez was sold because he was apparently finished, and then the next minute the rumours are linked to like Aubameyang and Cavani. Yeah, it's like yeah, they're in the prime. Yeah, Martial now as well. Shut up. Yeah, but would you, Martial's asked to leave United. A little bit, he's linked to Barcelona. Yeah. So is um, Raheem Sterling as well. Interesting. I mean, that's a, that's probably that he'd walk in and be their best player by a good yeah. stretch as well, which is mental when you've ten well, years ago. So I mean, I'm not I'm I'm going to speak from Everton point of view. I think one of the uh, one of the culprits is Ronald Koeman, terrible manager, mm. awful manager. All he does is he goes into places and he just causes havoc. Doesn't know what he's doing. He has no idea what he's doing, and then it ends up getting so sour. He ends up getting sapped and he leaves the place in such a bad position that no one knows how to get out of it. Well, with, with you lot, he spent a lot of money, didn't he, that summer? Was it? The was summer it like, of the number 10s. Yeah, 45, million, and... 45 million on um, HMC, Gilfy Sigurdsson. Mm. Uh, 27 million on Davy Clarsen. Mm. 15 million on someone really average. He bought that Sandro Ramirez, did you? Or yeah, he, he bought someone, re- I can't remember, he bought someone else for like nothing, for mm. like 15 million. 5 million on him and then Wayne Rooney but was on a massive contract. Yeah. Then obviously he like, got done for for drink driving twice. Mm. And this is just as you've lost Lukaku as well, by the way, isn't it? The same yeah. summer. So, we've, so Lukaku went for 75, 80 million and we've spent almost 60 mm. and the best thing we've got to say is Gilfie Sigurdsson. Horrific. Terrible yeah. manager. I think, yeah. That was coming for time. Theo Walcott, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, oh yeah. 20 million like, on Theo Walcott. The way the club was run leading, like, leading up to that time was a mess. And I think it's last summer, for all the income they were getting, over 100% of it was going on wages. And before Messi had to go. And it's like, obviously, Koeman, yeah, very, very poor manager, but as a whole, the club is. Well, it does go yeah. higher than that. I mean, yeah. They've had massive problems with the presidents, haven't they, over the, over the past few years? You know, Bartomo, obviously, the, the main one who seems to cause the carnage. You know? Top to bottom, it's a, it's a mess of a club, and I've said that about Barcelona so many times. I just think they they're caught up in their own culture, really. I think they're too afraid to step away. They have to. They're trying to run it in the in the Cruyff way and the Pep Guardiola way, which obviously worked at a time. But then I think, especially with managerial appointments, they're afraid to step away from that. They, they always look for a, Bar- a Barca man, if you will. And I think that's why Koeman got dragged. He obviously played for the club. He's a, he's a phenomenal player from what my dad's exactly, told me. Absolutely. One of the Champions Leagues with them. Doesn't mean he's a good manager. Of course not. But I think they're stuck in that mindset. And Kike Setian, who sort of you know was at Betis and sort of played this you know total football, sort of they saw it as mm. the sort of the next sort of succession to Cruyff. Obviously, he came in and did a, a terrible job as well. And obviously, then yeah, Koeman did the same. Xavi, I, I mean. 
We never know, do we? You, you know, it's one to... Because yeah. I've seen, like, Guardiola would have been a bit of an unknown when he got the Barca job. Yeah, true. But, but it, was, it was a bit of a better position than it was. Yeah, it? true. But he is the kind of person that will phase out the dead wood in Barca, promote the youth. And also, that guy lives and breathes football. Mm. I feel like he is the kind of person that will know kind of the essence of Barcelona that's being lost. Mm. And if that's the case... Clearly, he needs to try and improve it. Mm. But you just look at like the track record. Like I just don't understand why, in in any mindset, they'd hire Koeman. Mm. He was okay at Southampton. I'll give him that. He failed at Everton miserably. He was rubbish for hire. No, you, you ask any football fan from those eighteen yeah. to twenty four months how poor Everton mm. were. And I've just told you all the money he's wasted. And he was woeful at <laughs> Holland. Well, what does how how is he getting well, appointed? This is this is the thing, though, isn't it? He played he played under Cruyff at Barcelona. He won Champions League under Cruyff at Barcelona. I think they're just stuck in that that yeah that world of where it's all it all's got to come back to the Cru- you know Cruyff Easter total football, you know Guardiola. I think they're just trying to stick to that and you know stick to their roots, but it, it just isn't working. It doesn't work yeah. for them. Where do they go from here? What's the? Oh, I think it's, it's going to be a few years to the back of the top. Oh, oh of course it's, it's yeah. Financial trouble, obviously massive. But say like isn't yeah like the whole wage bill, the whole top to bottom is yeah could be a mess. If Messi had to go, like isn't some people support originally he, he could stay like yeah he, like he was forced out of the club because otherwise they would not be able to survive. Yeah, no, it was top I mean, to bottom. Something crazy like Gerard Piquet was willing to get like a ninety percent tax like like a sorry ninety percent wage like cut just just to play. Yeah, and like you got people like Philip was that Philip Coutinho. Signing for in January for like over a hundred million. Usman Dembele, the guy gets injured more than I do. Oh. Um, and like some of these bizarre players, <laughs> but it's like Everton have signed like Andre Gomez, Yerry Mina, and Dinier. How many players do Barcelona have? I know all of these rejects that are getting signed. Mm. It's both basically. Yeah, but it's just so Strange. many players. Like I know because the youth system, obviously Lamazia and you know, they brought brought through some great players. I mean, even that seems to have dried up in recent years, really. Obviously, Pep Pedri is a fantastic yeah. player. They always get, you know, they've always got, you know, a decent string of players coming out of there, but not like the, the likes they used to. I mean, you know, back in mm. back along, really. But it's almost like they need to rewind the clock to ten years, don't they? But mm. it's, it's like you say, obviously, you don't like Barcelona, but it's still a bit sad. Like the team they had back then. I mean, obviously, you might have played biasly bad in two Champions League finals. But yeah, but corrupt club as well. Obviously, I knocking Chelsea out in that semi final and. Yeah, I've never been a it's a disgrace. Fan. It's a disgrace. That was that's possibly the worst officiating. Oh, it's I've absolutely ever seen. horrific. <laughs> Disgusting. That's, that's why I don't like him partly as well. I just think I don't. I don't like him. Yeah. I'm quite glad they're failing to be honest. Mm. I mean, obviously, I've always been you know out of the two Real Madrid Barcelona. I've always been. I don't particularly like the Galacticos either. To be no, honest, not a massive fan. No. Boring. The, the tournaments yeah. are designed for them to win. Yeah. I love it when they fail. It's brilliant. The Spanish clubs, they've had their And then you get and Perez just goes into the interview and pretends like it's his fault. It's like, unlucky, mate. Mm. I, just, I just don't like him. Yeah. Never been like that. It's a fair play. I'm not a big, I'm not big on either of them. But... Do you reckon yeah. that they've got to... It might sound like a silly question, but have they got to try and win the Europa League now? Well, Can they? Will they? No. They're not favourites, are they? I don't think. Who do you think would be the favourites? Napoli are good. Anyone, really. Mm. Who do West Ham. West Ham. Give, give them game <laughs> West Ham they Barcelona like. So like, I don't think Barcelona would be like goes that massive favourites. No, I mean not even favourites like. Chad Tom, taking on Thomas Suchet last minute winner <laughs> the new come like. Oh, I mean, it sounds crazy, but like you it's can't possible. Pass it. I think West Ham, based on the way the club's going at the moment, I'd be a better chance. 
You heard it here. You heard it here first. Barcelona oh, getting beat by West Ham. I didn't say that. I said the thing is, West Ham are going to have to sacrifice something though because they can't on all fronts challenge. I mean, Declan Rice said it. I'm sure you. Declan Rice said it. Yeah, but you know what I mean? They can't challenge all you know, Thursdays and then in the league. So, we're just going to talk about that. West Ham are doing brilliantly in the yeah. league. Okay, not brilliant. They're doing very well. Um, well brilliant for, brilliantly for, for them, yeah. yeah. It's not like they're at the summit or anything. They've been here before, though. Yeah. Well, they are still in the cup because they beat City on penalties. actually went and they I don't know how they managed yeah, it. I forgot about that, yeah. Um, obviously, FA Cup's just... A few. Yeah, long day. FA Cup's just started and they're now qualifying for the knockout of the um, Europa. Comparing it to Leicester, they're now in the Conference League. Mm. Poor in the league as well. They're already one position above us. Mm. And we were supposedly like, oh, done to get relegated. What 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 do you reckon? Why, why West Ham doing so well and Leicester aren't? Because the squads are reasonably similar. Mm. And they've also got a few superstars, Leicester. Daka's good. Vardy's obviously brilliant. Mm. Madison on his day is good. Got a decent defence. Evans is quite good. No, it is it is good. It is a decent squad. But I think West Ham. I think they're at two different periods. Really. I think West Ham are just coming into their sort of their sort of peak. If you know what I mean. <laughs> they're all growing into. Obviously, you know, Declan Rice is an unbelievable player. You know, Mikel Antonio has been unbelievable this season. I'd say Leicester are just on their. I'd say they're on their way out of that. Really, I think they sort of had their chance. I mean, obviously missed out on the final day against us twice now. Well, is him? Yeah. Last year they should have got the top four, and that last day of the season should have been. Should so have they been always crumbled, don't they? They'd always crumbled, and now they, they won just... the FA Cup. To be fair, yeah, true. They'll always be part of the yeah, cup. Yeah, true, true. That's why right, right. when it was the argument top four FA Cup, <coughs> I'd say for their fans they prefer FA oh, Cup because top four they get Champions League. Okay, maybe a bit of progression, but not you, you play football. No, I, I, to, I totally agree with you. But what I'm saying is, Leicester, I don't care. Let had a good season last year. You win a trophy, you qualify for Europe. That's a brilliant season, mm. especially when you just said seven years ago you were in the championship, right? Why are they doing so poorly? What do you think? Like, what's going wrong for them? Because they're not they're not hitting the heights they hit last season. Mm. It's not that's not hard to see. Is, is Rodgers had his time? Is the question really? Isn't it? A lot of errors, individual errors. Um, I mean, set pieces in the moment they've conceded joint most this season. Defensively, they seem off it. Um, this squad doesn't. Has seem... Evans been out injured quite a bit as well? Because he seems to be the bit of like the fulcrum to their he's team. He's back now, isn't he? I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, looking at this squad yesterday, the bench, there wasn't much really to come off apart from Daka. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could argue, is the squad big enough? They've been hit by a lot of injuries. Like Ricardo Pereira's hardly been playing for however long. Two years now, sort of thing. He James Justin now. So James Justin would have it because he used to use playing well. Um, yeah, it was a bit. Well, he was. People were talking about him getting in the England cell, yeah, yeah. actually, just before the t- tournament. Probably versatility. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure really where they can go from here. Because say they then don't come to the table then season, Tiananmen's probably get snapped up, um, and then I don't. Because I think that they, 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 they can keep most of the teams. I, I don't think Harvey Barnes or I mean Vardy won't go because the only place he will go is like lower because like there's no real no, point. Yeah. That's what thirty-five now. So I don't think they'll lose many players, but possibly Tiananmen's and Didi, a couple of the big players. These these are big players. Like they're hard, mm. they're hard to find. Obviously, few people have heard of Tielemans, but Didi was a right steal from the yeah. Belgian league. Yeah, I remember oh, okay. when they signed him. We were playing. They played Everton in the FA Cup the next day, and he wasn't registered in time. He's just a he's a brilliant player. That's a proper like Moisey level signing that. No, Didi's yeah, top class player. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't had a big move in fairness as well. I know mm. we've got a big club sniffing around him, like I think us included, perhaps. But yeah, he's sniffing around every every Leicester player going. <laughs> Matters. Um, yeah, so I just anyway. think it's just a the divide between the two clubs because they're in a similar bracket that 
It's just West Ham are just doing something right. And I think part of it goes to David Moyes. Absolutely. I mean, it for me, goes to David Moyes. me being a biased, because obviously he did brilliant things with Everton, that the way he goes about his business is so commendable. Mm. And he doesn't spend that much money. He chips away at the finances. He's created a quality squad there in terms of like the depth and starting team. In fact, they've managed the Europa League groups and a, and a fourth in the league. Like Leicester have managed it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've knocked out Burnley United and City in the cup as well. Yeah, and the fact they can rotate, they've got about four centre-backs who can start for them. Um, there's a bit of a concern at the moment though, isn't there because Ogbonna's out and Zuma's out yeah. and Cresswell's out both out for a long time as well Ogbonna Cresswell's and out and then so you're relying on Ben Johnson Masawaku Diop Diop and probably Dawson. Dawson, yeah. Dawson's yeah. Dawson's done well to be fair to him how's he going to get on in Europa League that stages take on and, yeah. D- and Diop in fairness Diop and Mr Pyler huh? yeah, yeah, Zuma and Ogbonna are so much better like Diop I'm yeah, surprised Diop, I'm surprised how, how Diop's I don't want to say downfall but he looked like a very sort of oh, you, like, want, you want him for 70 million yeah, a couple of seasons ago he looked very promising West yeah no he was, he was highly rated I mean I've seen him quite a bit I'm quite, quite clumsy really, I'm, quite, yeah, just, just erratic yeah like. mm. yeah, yeah I, I feel like just, they're tough to beat and then last year they were yeah just tough to beat whereas this year now they've had a quality Actually, Jared Bowen's been quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's a good player, Jared. Yeah, good, good goal against Chelsea. No, he is a good player. I, I'd say my only concern for West Ham would be if anything happened to Mikel Antonio. I know he hasn't scored in a few games, but his presence, his work ethic, everything about him is such a focal point to West Ham that if he was to be out injured or suspended or even signed from someone, which he's a bit older now, but it could happen. I mean, they, they, not sure where they'd go. Who would, who would play instead of Antonio? About, Possibly Yarmolenko in a false nine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Got, they all complained about that, I think, as well, West Ham yeah. fans in the lead-up to this season, is that they want, they sort of needed a backup number nine. and They, didn't they can have Rond on. I'll drive him to London Stadium myself. <laughs> Honestly, on, just quickly, worst player I've seen at Old Trafford this season, Salman Rondon. No word of a lie. Top three worst players I've ever seen put Everton shirt on. He, honestly, he's, dread, he's honestly dreadful. Who's your two? Um, oof, uh, Philip Senderos used to play for Fulham. Did he play for Everton? He was diabolical. He Senderos. Absolutely diabolical. Was he Arsenal for a bit as well? Yeah. Honestly, pos- yeah. Two left feet and Antolin Alca- Alcaraz, who used to play for oh, Wigan. Yeah. yeah. Dreadful. <laughs> They're my worst three. I, I sometimes I see Alcaraz's face when was I'm that, asleep. Was that a Martinez thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he brought in McCarthy and Lukaku. Fair play. Yeah, yeah. But Antolin, no, no, no. <laughs> um. Yeah. So just a oh, reminisce of the days. Yeah. Champions League, obviously, group stage all concluded now. United, uh, Ronaldo FC, like. Yeah. Um. Who would you say like favourites for the tournament now? Do you think it's is Ronaldo. it the is it the obvious like? Just Ronaldo. Um, Favourites. How how far do you reckon you'll go? Do you think you've actually got a chance? Because you aren't as good as the other English teams. Of course we're not. Of course we're not. But there's nothing to suggest. I know Gwyn likes to remind me of it. You can always get an easy draw. Mm. England get that in every competition, it seems like. Well, and then Chelsea were favoured a bit by the draw last year. Mm. The three best teams in the, in the tournament were all on one side of the draw. Yeah. It, it, it's Because like we were saying, why on earth can you not... Why can't United... Do you win the group? Yes. Yeah. So... You now could get Atletico Madrid, but Atletico Madrid cannot get Real. Why not? No, I know. I mean, that's why the, not. It's an interesting debate. That. Yeah, it is interesting. I don't know. It's, it, I Are you think, a fan of it that you can't play a team from the same country in last team? I don't. You know, what? I don't really understand it. It's like we were saying before mm. before we started here. You know, you can play them in the quarters onwards. Yeah. Why can't you play them in the round one 16? one game? 
it, it doesn't really make sense, no. to be honest. Either be consistent and say you can't play him until, like, I don't know, the final, which obviously it wouldn't even work at that point. But, but that's what I'm saying is if you can do that one step, because obviously semi final and final is depending on how far you get. Mm. But the quarter final is obviously eight teams and the round 16 is 16 teams. So there's still quite a few teams left in the tournament. So to the extent, like like you were saying, Gwyn, that you can almost predict two teams are going to get because there's only three now, or four teams yeah. that they're well, able to get. In the last 16, and they can only get um, Ajax, Barcelona, no, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid and uh, Lille. Hmm. Only two of them have actually... Yeah. I mean, so it's Ajax, Lille, Ajax, Lille, Real Bayern and Bayern. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, but you, win, you come second in your group and you get stuck with Lille. You'd love it. I know. But then... If Lille had come second, sorry, if Lille had won their group and PSG came second, Which no one good. wants to. So yeah, sorry, and that's so, it. Chelsea could play Lille and we could play PSG. Yeah, yeah. But, so we, we could get punished for finishing top of the group. And and like City are getting punished because they actually won the group ahead of PSG. It's just it just seems unfair on the teams where realistically they're from a nation that has a lot of better teams. Mm. Just play each other. What difference no. does it make? It doesn't make a difference. Imagine in round 16 of the World Cup. Oh, you can't play them. They're from Europe. Why not? It would never happen. No. It sounds stupid to say it. Yeah. It, 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 I, I, I've never really sort of sat down and thought about it because it's just the way, the way it is. Because well, yeah. yeah. for, for me, I'm an outsider watching it and all my friends support teams that are in the Champions League. That, Cardiff fans, though. Sorry. Friends from home, I should say. <laughs> um, the, soon, the, um, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> the, I see it and I'm like, oh, United, we could get Bayern or... Chelsea, we can't get Chelsea, we can get Chelsea in the semis. It's the round 16. You've won your group, you play whoever finished second. That's how it And works. also, why now are they doing the draw where they draw the quarterfinal and then the semi final as well? What's yeah, the, I don't know. What's they the did that for like? a few years now, though, didn't they? It was only last year, the first time. Was it? Or maybe sure. year before. No, I, think, I think they've done it just like, two years. It now. just seems like such a flawed system. Like. But, like, why? Because just what's the reason behind it? Just draw it again for the semi final? I think it's ease, isn't it? But, like, you know, if you, even a simple thing, if you go in on like geography, mm. what, why have teams got to go halfway around Europe when there's another team like 45 miles down the M1? Mm. Like, so what? Liverpool have played City, Liverpool get Chelsea. Well, you've been drawn against each other. If it was the FA Cup, no one would bat an eyelid. No. That's because it's, it's just England, though. Yeah, but it doesn't make. It's a World Cup of the Europe. <coughs> you can't get them because they're mainland Europe. When you actually put it on paper and rationalise it, it actually sounds ludicrous. Mm. And I just don't really understand it. Well, the argument for that would be obviously Euro's World Cup are played on like neutral ground, so it wouldn't, the travel wouldn't make a difference, which I guess is their excuse for the round of 16 yeah. thing, rule, but then it's, you know, still, I just, as we were said before, you know, Celtic, Rangers, if they yeah. they can get can, English we teams. We can play them, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're not classified, but... Um, Welsh teams, if, if, you know, because they're, they're part of the... Yeah, I mean, it gets the first qualifying round, get battered by the 11. No, but, yeah, but it's, it's, you've got a valid point. If it's the, the conference league, because that's inviting a lot of teams of, of like smaller nations. Yeah. So you could quite easily have in a group uh, Barla Town, mm. Aberdeen. Bala. Sorry, Bala. Apologies. <laughs> sorry to the Welsh. Aberdeen, I don't know, Leicester, and um, Derry. From Ireland, yeah, and that doesn't count as four nations. No. So you think even in the group stage it's allowed? Teams that, no, that is allowed. So you so could we, have a well. Are, are you saying that even in the group stage? Well, they do it. They do it in the group teams. stage, don't they, to make it feasible with the rankings and like pot one, pot yeah, two, so pot I mean, three, yeah. pot, pot. So I kind of understand that, but the pot systems is always a bit dodgy. Mm. But pots are always a little bit. But the yeah. fact that Celtic could play Liverpool, but Ing, but Real can't play Barca. I just I just don't understand it. No, I don't particularly. I think obviously I think well maybe one of the arguments is you know it's nice to see 
a guaranteed sort of fresh fresh game, if you know what I mean by that. <coughs> yeah. So, you know, United Chelsea might have played last week and then they could get drawn. But Aberystwyth with mm. Town couldn't play Swansea in the Champions League final. Oh, Sorry, the Champions League round 16. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Right. Silly true. system. Yeah. yeah. So Tough. the small English team managed to get in the Champions League, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't be able to play. Yeah. I, I just think... Swansea are yeah. small, so... Um, Who would you say is your um, favourites for the uh, Champions League? It was a tough one because I think last year I was like so thinking Bayern Munich and then a lot more to it. Did they get knocked out by PSG? Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to ask me now, I'd probably say... I'm asking you right now. <laughs> Are you? I mean, I thought you asked, him, asked me to respond with a 10 words. At 6.40 um, on a Friday, who's okay. going to win? I think that's on Monday, but... Um, I think it's between Bayern Munich, probably Liverpool. Okay. Just that they've done it before. City have just not got the facilities. I think I'll, I'll, I'll go with the easy option by Munich, but I think Liverpool are more challenged. And Chelsea, you'll be in the same Chelsea, they're, they're, the champions. They've got, Chelsea the, they, they've, got the, they've got squad depth. They've got a really, really good manager who obviously one season got into the final, another season won it with a different team. But then he's now shooting for the league this year. Yeah, I, 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 I cannot see PSG winning it, no, even with I, Lionel Messi. I. I just don't I think they're my favourites. I just don't think they're good enough. No. We'll get we'll get them in the round of sixteen. Did you way. watch them against Man City? Their front three don't run. Oh yeah, don't. Oh, you could, Other than Mbappe, actually, I'll give him we that. Knew that he ran a bit. Messi Di Maria Mayo. came on. He didn't run either. Nah. You've been a sub. Like, come on, I'm not on a problem. You love Di Maria. Hmm? You actually love Di Maria. Yeah, adore him. Yeah, lovely, well, lovely Do you know what I mean? It's like no <laughs> matter how much money you're getting paid, the second you put on that shirt and you walk on that pitch, home away, first round, last round of any competition or league. You should give a ninety-nine percent minimum, realistically a hundred. Mm. I looked at him. I was like, "Yeah, Messi, you are like by far one of the best players, if not the best player I've mm. ever seen. Why are you not running?" And then Neymar was doing the same. Mm. That it was just so easy for City. Yeah. And then you got the likes of Bernardo Silva, who is unbelievable. Oh, what a player. But it what also player. helps that he doesn't stop running. Mm. That no, City, City way better drilled than PSG. Think that's down to Pochettino's lack of. Perhaps. Capability to manage yes. those big players. Yeah. I think that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, that you can't actually but, sort of face. But Messi, right. Messi and Ferguson has always been the same, really, and it's similar with Ronaldo. You know, they're almost too big for the clubs. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't say that. I'd just say in their systems, in their system, in their systems, you can, you know, they don't press off the ball. They just they're very efficient with how they use their energy. Messi always used to do it. He sort of he'd be walking around and just find himself in a bit of space, pick up the ball and go flying with it. That's mm-hmm. always, always what he's done. I'd say the bigger problem is the players around them. Yeah, if you want Messi to not press, okay, you can get away with one player, as we've seen with United with Ronaldo. Obviously, a lot of talk about him pressing. With Messi, if you said he doesn't have to press, then Neymar and Mbappe or Di Maria, whoever, whoever it is, has to do the running for him. And mm-hmm. that's what's not happening at the yeah, moment. Yeah, because you've not got, like, Cavani, for example, when he was at PSG and now he's at United, he is quite well known for that mm. kind of first point of pressure. Yes. That being that central figure that does do all the hard lines at the very front, like you know the, the famous phrase, like attack is the first form of defence. Yeah. But then you've got Neymar, who obviously is not known for that, and then Mbappe. That you've almost got three such big celebrities almost of football. They do come across as just awful egos. Don't I just thought they just seem like movie stars, yeah, like sulking. Yeah, yeah, not they're not like you compare it to like the football of like the nineties, but they're just like throw breaking legs or like Charlie Adam. What a player. Like, yeah. I just, I, I, I just kind of think there's like that that element which is like you've got to be a little bit more old-fashioned as a bit more of a Paul, try on. Paul Pogba at United as well, perfect example. Yeah, <laughs> once across the, the field. Day, like, was it Paul Pogba? New new episode of 
Unlocking Pogba, new series out soon. Unlocking Pogba. Like, what? All like, of who, it. who is that man like? Oh, just, he, he's gone in the summer, I think. Do you think that's it? Yeah, I think it's so. Regret, regretful signing? Because I know when he was... Cause like, I mean, being, <sighs> being from Manchester, the amount of people who would just be obsessed when he was signed. Yeah, I, mean, I know so United fan can say that they weren't because I, I, I remember it. 2017, wasn't it? 2016. 2016, yeah. Um, and they were just so excited, but he just hasn't hit the height, has he? No, absolutely not. I mm. mean, obviously, 89 million quid, you know, we signed him at the time, we think, bloody hell, that's a lot of money. Net the summer after that, Neymar goes for 200 odd million, and we were like, maybe we've got a good deal here for Pog. But, you know, if he does hit what we think he's going to hit, then 89 million looks a steal, and it hasn't, and it hasn't at all. Yeah. He's had, obviously, great, you know, spurts of form here and there, but never been able to, you know, really drilling that consistency into his mm. game mm. he's a frustrating player you know he loses the ball and he'll jog back and we concede off it you know he's a frustrating player now Pogba and to be honest I'm, I'm bored of defending him I used to defend him for a very long time mm. you, you know you'd say oh, you know, next season give him a chance you know he hasn't in fairness to him been dealt the best card in terms of the state of Manchester United that he's played in with regards to managers and the players he's had around him but he hasn't done enough himself because he, he had one game this season as well didn't he he got four assists and he's like still he's almost at the top of the assist yeah, count anyway, seven. Yeah, he got seven. I think it was like, so he got four against Leeds, obviously, in the yeah. opening day, and I think he got one at Southampton and one at Wolves and then another one somewhere along the line. So it was seven within the first four games and since then he's been... But then, like, you see gone. him against Croatia in the World Cup final and he was maybe not the best player on the pitch, that's probably harsh, but he was certainly up there. Oh, that World Cup, he was excellent. Yeah. With Kante, I mean, that, that's a lot of what people who rate him's arguments is, you know, he, he, play, he plays with Kante at national level and he looks fantastic. And you know, But you can only play... You can only compare what you've got now. Yeah, yeah. Like Fred's not Kante. No, of course, of course he's not. Yeah, but Kante. he's played with a host of different players at United. You know, maybe not to the level of Kante. But yeah. You know, Kante's the top of the top. You can't expect to play with. No, I know, but Salomon Rondon's not Tim Cahill. Like, yeah. I, I'd take him back in a heartbeat. I'd take him back now with one leg. Like, well, what's, what's my point is that, that relevant Paul Pogba is very. I'll tell you exactly how it's relevant. Paul Pogba is next to Kante in the French team, yeah. But he's also surrounded by nine other amazing players. That's why they're the champions of the world. Mm. Pogba at United is one of the lads that the people who aren't as good are looking upon. Like, I want you to lift me. Mm. You've played for Juventus. You've played for France. You've done everything. You need to make me a better player. And he's almost looking for the excuse for someone behind him. If I mess up, you clean it up. You mm. do this for me. Well, you got McFred. I'm sorry, but I like McTominay. But mm. I think that he's not quite got the footballing brain yet to be a defensive midfielder, that he almost needs to work that extra 20% because he's behind someone who isn't as good as he's normally used mm. to. But them two, McTominay and Fred have worked so hard and in recent games played so well that I see them as now more senior players than Pogba. Because really. you know, they're regular starters. Push comes to shove, would Pogba give that extra 10% for United when they need it? No. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure Pogba's ever stringed together this four or five performances that Fred has for United. That might be a really unpopular opinion, I'm sure it is, but... Fred I guess four or five games. I don't know, obviously Pogba's never string together that many games as he baller. Such quality. I just think that's the problem with, with him, that everyone has been banging on about that he has this unbelievable technical ability. And he and he has shown it. There are glimpses of this guy that is regarded as like he could be one of the best midfielders on the planet. But if you're not showing it week in, week out for club and country, or more so club first, because that's mm. the televised that happens every season, then you're not one of the best midfielders in the world. Mm. Based on recent form, recent form, he shouldn't start for France. Of course he shouldn't. But then he'll turn up for them and Yes, yeah, because clearly putting on the French shirt means more to him than the United shirt. And I know some players do do that, but... Gareth Bale. Yeah, <laughs> to example. be fair. Yeah. Harry Kane. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, Maguire. <laughs> yeah, Normally, true. Normally sent back. 
Um, go back to the question: Who are your favourites for the Champions League? Favourites. Um, you know, I, I think I think I'd probably. Although I was going to say Liverpool, but I've got them for the league. So. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah, Why? I have. What's that? Why would they be the league champions? You reckon? I just think they're by far the most frightening team out of any team in the league. I think just blow you away. Guaranteed every to. week they'll turn up and got a chance to score three. But honestly, yeah. you look at their results past weeks; it's unbelievable. Oh no! They turn up. We both know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Salah, you know, just turn up, score a brace, move on, score four or five. Jota. Is he the best player on the planet right now? Mo Salah. Yeah. For me, yeah. Pains me to say it, but I would also say. Who else in the conversation? Ronaldo. Also a horrible conversation (laughs) because also horrible conversation because no credit is ever given to defensive players. Mm. Jao Cancelo, unbelievable. True. Ruben Diaz, a phenomenal. Virgil Van Dijk, phenomenal. Yeah. All of these players, but they're not they're not glamorous, are they? They no. don't do like they don't score thirty five goals a season. No. I know Jao Cancelo can pass anything with the outside of his boot. Trent as well, in fairness. Yeah, <coughs> Reese right. James. Like, there's a lot of players. Come on now, Trent's unbelievable. Player. Do you reckon Mo Salah is? Best player world, Do you think Mo Salah is? In terms probably of a, moment, yeah. in terms of an attacker, I'd say probably. Mm. Bernardo Silva's wetting himself into the conversation. I bet. Me and my granddad were talking about this. Bernardo Silva staying at Man City is the best non-signing they've ever done. Yeah, huge. It was because weird. he was he was gone. He was gone. It was strange though. It was always a bit weird how uh, how Pep sort of used him really, wasn't it? In, yeah. In the yeah, that one season he was class. Mm. And the following following season, and same with Gundogan last season though. He had enough phenomenal. He was season. like in and out, couldn't quite get into the team. And then suddenly now he's their best player at the moment. Well, I mean, his game, his um, those two goals he scored and that volley as well was against, I think it was against Aston Villa. Mm. He made that look so easy. That's not an easy volley. And I think he just, he, again, runs every single second just of like the game. Off the ball, unbelievable. And his movement, his ability to pass. And he, and he scores goals as well. Let's not forget the fact that he's, what, now? Like six, seven, eight goals, I think. Something, yeah. like quite a few for a midfielder. And obviously, we all know City, you're never guaranteed to start other than maybe the defenders. Mm. That... Well, not, point, not even the defenders. Yeah, he to be no fair, one, no one, no one yeah. in the teams. Well, no, well, not even Edison. Right? Well, he got, plays, he, he yeah. got dropped for Stefan, didn't he? Like, I just think that there's a lot to be said about Manchester City, but City wouldn't be. I wouldn't not for Champions League as well. Just going back to that point, I think there's still just a huge mental block there, and the same with PSG. Really, there's something not quite yeah. for City. There's just that. And Pep overthinks it always in the last stage as well. But it's, it's all it's all Champions League this year. So if you ask all their fans, they probably say. We, in, they said the same last we, year. Though. If it comes to it, though, and they got yeah, to the final. They, 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 Pep, Pep didn't play a defensive. This season, this season even more so. I think. Like, as in, I, I they, say they, so. fans wouldn't care about the prem. They don't, I don't think they care about the prem anyway. They haven't cared about the prem in a couple of years now. Well, the problem, the problem with the problem with Man City, um, from what I see, is that when you win something repeatedly mm. over such a small period of time. It's not like United that was uh, now seems quite a long time ago. Liverpool's obviously got thirty years. That there's almost that expectation to win the league because mm. you've won it last year, you didn't win it, then you won it the season prior, that you get so used to winning the league that when you don't win it, it's such a shock. But when mm. you do win it, it's oh, we've won the league, we always need to yeah. win the league. Which is why I think there's this argument whether Man City need to win the Champions League because it's that what if, because they haven't won it yet. Yeah. The Premier League, I, I would... I would Sell anything for Everton to win the Premier League. Oh, I'd, well, say, I'd sell anything for United to win the Premier It probably League. won't happen. Probably will never happen. Hmm. But my point is that for City, that's almost not necessarily taken for granted. That's probably that's harsh. But there's this expectation to at least be second, hmm. if not there or thereabouts. Whereas the Champions League is that extra little 
bit of excitement because they've never lifted it. They've never had the name engraved on it. Definitely. Last year was the only time they ever got to a final. So I think that's probably what it is. I wouldn't say that they don't want the Premier League because every City fan would say to you, mm. lifting, seeing your club lift the trophy. Particularly the older generation is amazing. Well, they want to they want to chase they want to start chasing us. They want to start chasing Liverpool. Exactly. They, to it yeah. Well. But that Champions League has that added excitement that not nothing else comes close to. Hundred percent. I don't think the only thing with City is, is that I think they're the way they're set up tailors to being a more sort of you know league heavy side. They you know they got the rotation options there, which obviously yeah. takes itself the league. And obviously Pep overthinks it in those knockout ties. Whereas Klopp, I think, you know, has sort of mastered the art of winning those two legged ties. Yeah, he has, to be fair. It's a pure winner. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. go on, are you saying Bayern Munich for the Champions League? Yeah. Yeah. And then Liverpool. No, Bayern Munich. I don't, no, I'll, I'll go Liverpool. I'll go Liverpool, yeah. Uh no, I'll I'll jump on the bandwagon. I'll say I'll say Bayern as well. Not a huge Alright, anyway, leave that. Yeah, that. thank you for coming on, Henry. Cheers, lads. Thanks for having me. waffle that was, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Um, if you want to follow a Twitter fanatic, UTD Henry, it's the place to go. Yeah, get that on. Get a few, the followers, a few followers on. like, actually sweat. <laughs> Alright, yeah, uh, catch in a bit.